Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Lainey. Welcome to the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Hey, Sash. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Are you recovered from, I know we can't, we don't, we're not really allowed to talk about Beyonce because you've talked about her too much, but you're okay. I'm just not even you're okay. I don't think I've talked about her too much, but I will, I have things to say about Beyonce, but I'm just not going to say it at the beginning of the podcast. Maybe I'll say it in the middle. Maybe I'll say it at the end, but it's just not going to be in the beginning. Okay. Mixing it up. <laughs> What's going on with you? Um, nothing. I um, I have a period story for you. It's not really actually that that interesting, but I got like the nicest little gift from like some tampon fairy today. You know those machines in your work? I needed one. I had like fucking fifty quarters in my pocket, and it just wasn't letting me. Um, put my quarter in so I couldn't get a fucking tampon. And it makes me mad because I think tampons should be free or like there should be some tax incentive or tax return because it's not like I, it's not just something that just happens to someone. Every woman on this planet gets their period. And I think that like we need tampons for free. They're so expensive. Anyways, so I'm quartering it, I'm quartering it and I'm fucking just jamming the machine and it won't give me a tampon. I was like, fuck, like I'm fucked. And so I go to the bathroom and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going to have to load up on toilet paper. And then I come out and there's a little OB tampon. So someone, some girl probably heard me fucking trying to rip the machine open and she left a little tampon on top of the machine. And so I was like, thank you, random person. And that's that's my story. Anyways, it was an OB tampon. I've never used an OB tampon before. That's another story. I have two points here to pick up on is that I've never, I do not use OB tampons. I am an applicator tampon user. I think OB. What's the point of OB? You just have to stick your finger up there. Anyways, so I just, you know, I don't. But thank I don't you, understand. thank you, but I don't want to sound horrible. I no, really no. Um, oh, thank you to the person. Thank the you, OB, OB is great. Thank the, you. The OB fairy, the tampon fairy, can OB maybe, and we are open to OB sponsorships. <laughs> yes, OB, if you are listening, I reverse everything I've just said about you. If you can give us your money, um, but on this tampon note, every fucking three months you have a tampon machine bitch story. No, I don't. Like you. Uh, Fuck you. No, I don't. You are the one. Yes, you do. Duanna told me once you had no, like a No, it's that I want them free. That's all. No, you are always talking about tampons and machines and how the fucking machines don't work or that you never have a quarter and that you only need quarters now for the tampon. And I'm like, Sasha, why are you always tampon poor? Like, I... <laughs> no. No, it's true. I am tampon poor. You're the only person I know who goes to that fucking machine. Like, don't you... <laughs> I carry tampons with me... Always okay. Well, then I'll need like to come hit to me you up. Then. Okay, but I also don't understand. Actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna call out um, Cynthia on the social. She is also always tampon poor. Yeah, it's probably because she also has a bit of hippie in her too, and we just expect tampons to just come from the government because they should come in little monthly packs to every woman's door. 
Okay, I'm just or just, being reimbursed until that day. Can you just not be tampon poor? Like, no, can I'll you just come to tampon you. middle class no. at least? No, um, I'm tampon <laughs> ratchet. <laughs> okay, should we get started? Yes. Okay. First question. Hi, Sasha. A social media question for you because you seem very passionate about your feelings. My friend always asks me to like her Instagram pictures and posts, and also makes me retweet them, and it's getting annoying. I only have a bit over 100 followers and we basically know all the same people. I do it because she gets mad when I don't, but it's my account and she's making something petty into something bigger than it needs to be. What can I say to her so she backs off? Okay. Well, this I mean, is the fact that, Yes. So, well, I mean, I know what you're going to say given how you... Why don't you... Why don't we remind everybody how you feel about social media well, no. and the state of our world and how you think I mean, that- I'm just off a period rant, so I'm very sweaty right now. But I will say <laughs> that, yeah, like I, I'm surprised. It's, it's um, really weird that this is the day and age that we're getting a question like this. You know, like there's friendship beef over whether or not someone wants to like an Instagram or retweet a post. Like, oh, I think my the, my heart just fucking broke into a hundred pieces. Uh, it's a real thing, though. I know somebody who does go around saying, hey, really? can you like my post? Can you like my post? And then if, he, like, he doesn't have um, 100 likes on an Instagram post, he will remove it. And you're friends with this person? Don't you want to just, like, <laughs> just scream, you're <laughs> fucking lame in his face? Well, I mean, like, I've expressed, like, are you kidding me? But I feel like this is the world. I don't think that this is a unique to this person's friend issue because I've heard it a lot. I mean, they've written articles. Every day I'm hearing articles about people who are basing their basing their self-worth mm-hmm. on likes and yes, whatnot. Which is so it's a real thing we have to confront. It is a real thing. And I guess that's part of the problem here is it's because it's so new, people don't really have the tools that they would have in other friendship situations. They're like, I don't know what to do. Like, cause I don't Frankly, I'm like, you're Kay, your friend's a fucking loser. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, what should she do? So are you suggesting that I think she you- should s- take a stand and actually be like, the easy way would be like, okay, I'm just going to like it. Like, just like, what's what does well, it you know cost you? I'm going to rewind because you yeah. actually, uh, I don't remember what the post was, uh, but you were saying how... There was some stat about how children are like so bored now. What was that? You wrote about that this week, didn't you? Oh, no. There was this study that came out that said that two-thirds of millennials mm-hmm. are bored of like bored. Yeah. Fine. And it's because of this, right? It's like that they're, they don't have to work for anything. It's so – everything's so instantaneous, right? That, that feeling of like, oh, someone fucking liked me. And you get that adrenaline kick and then it goes away. And then you're just bored, right? So that's why – this this sort of speaks to me in that same way. Like your friend just seems really fucking bored with life if this is what she's concentrating on. But fine, she's your friend, so and you can't you don't want to fucking break up with her over this. I get that. But I think you should highlight to her that she might be a little too invested in social media and the fact that she's trying to um stir up some conflict or stir up some drama with Kay is unnecessary and she needs to back off. Can't she just be blunt and be like, hi, friend, you're making a total fool out of yourself by making drama over me not liking your social media shit. 
But no, why? I don't know. Like, here's here's my question. I find it super annoying too. And our friends can be sometimes super annoying. Mm-hmm. We can annoy each other. We have friends who, you know, we laugh about the, the silly shit and the annoying. But you don't pick that battle all the time. You know, you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to turn every minor of irritation into a war. So for me, someone recently has taught me the phrase or to have a perspective based on what does it cost you. Mm-hmm. So what does it cost you to like a post that your friend has posted? Right. In terms of effort and how much In terms I get of that. effort and versus the cost of starting what will be an argument. Hey, I find it really annoying that you need me to like all of your posts. Why do you do that? We have the same followers. We have the same friends. This is my... But it comes down to bullying. I feel like, yes, I, I, if it was as simple as just like liking something, but then this, this, this friend of Kay's is making it her job to be like her social media manager. That's, that's a, a, a really strange pressure that I don't think needs to be on a friendship. No, like, it's like, hey, can you come like my post? Hey, you haven't liked my post. Can you like my post? I mean, I don't think Can you imagine if I did that to you? That's, I don't think that's bullying. No, no. Okay. Let's just, hi, Lainey, friend. Um, I'm going to tweet every day and I'm going to need you to retweet it and fucking like it. What are you going to do? I would. You would, you would be annoyed. No, this is what I would do. I would roll my eyes at you. To my face? Probably not to your face because you wouldn't, you would probably text me. So I would look at my phone and roll my eyes at you. And I would say to myself, like, what happens if I say no? If I say no, she's, you're going to be like, why? And then I have to tell you why. No, because I think, so I don't have the energy. To me, I would be like, this is not worth my energy. I'm just going to open up my app and be like, click. And then I, 30 seconds later, not even, I've forgotten about it. Right, which is so big of you. So fine, I would like you to. And then I might call. <laughs> sweet, I might like call everything. Amy and be like, "Oh my god, like Sash is crazy about." Okay, so her not only are you whatever. rolling your eyes at me, you're then backstabbing yes. me. Yes. Well, you're a fucking shitty friend. <laughs> <laughs> which is no, okay, but it's what we do in families. You know, like in a situation where. Um, you have brothers and sisters, and you know what? Maybe your yeah, brother Yeah, you dust is, it off. I get it. You dust I, it off. You're I like, get it. fuck, and then you call another sibling, and you're like, oh, Br- Brenda's at it again. But you don't, like, confront Brenda. You're like, why do you do that thing with your teeth, Brenda, at the table? Like, you know, th- th- these are the it. things. So to Pick me, your battles is basically what you're saying. Pick your battles, and what does it cost you? So I just, you know, the curious thing to me in this email from Kay was like, um, we know the same people. And I don't know what, where's the exchange here? Like, so how come, like, I don't know, that person can't be like, hey, Kay, like my post. And why can't Kay be like, okay, can you like my post back? Okay, I have a really good solution. How about this? Right. Okay, I'm just gonna take a deep breath. Okay. Okay, I think the solution, because I don't want to be a big jackass to Kay, I want to provide some (laughs) solid advice here, which is, I say, you cut off your social media and... Go MIA for a bit. If, if those are no longer your accounts anyways, they're fucking dominated by your friends' retweets, then what the fuck? Who cares? Why not just cut off social media for a couple of months and then you're, you wash your hands of your friend and then she'll move on to someone else to make them retweet and like. Then you get back on fucking social media and we're all aces. Well, I think that is a really good idea to compare what I was saying earlier about the cost. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes, totally. So you have two choices here. What is a heavier cost for you? 
just rolling your eyes and clicking on the little heart with, Mm -hmm. you know, and then moving on to something else? Or is that going to cost you, does the irritation of having to do that costing you more than you shutting down your completely, your completely, your social media, then great, then shut down your social media. But if shutting down your social media is the higher cost here, because you do want to be on social media and you do want to post your tweets, then maybe, you know, putting your thumb over the heart and then clicking on it and forgetting about it is, but this is like, to me, this is the most amazing. I feel like right now we are like parents who are listening to teenagers gripe about the smallest fucking Mm -hmm. teenage shit. And maybe the the overriding theme here is that Sash and Lainey are old bags. Oh, yeah. We knew that. Okay. That, that's, that's, that's old news. Yeah. Old news that we're old hags. So All there right. you go. You have some alternatives there. At least the question. Ask yourself, what does this cost me? Yeah. And then you have two options. Okay. Hope that helps. Okay. Let's move on. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I just want to let everybody know, too, that if you hear moments of disgust or fainting, it's because my dog is so fucking flatulent. Yeah. Like, Elvis is farting us out of this room. Yeah, like, I just dropped a bomb. I, I feel like I can't even think. I, I, I don't even know how to answer <laughs> some of these questions. This, this smell is so bad. Like, I don't know what to do about this dog and his fucking farting. Well, it should be noted here that your dog eats its own shit. He and does. so it, it's like, a, it's not only just one gross fart, but it's like a shit fart, which no, is no, like, I don't even know if, I didn't know that that existed. It's his own shit and he eats other dog yeah. shit and then it's going through him and like, and we, I'm so, honestly, I feel a little embarrassed. Oh. No, no, I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I can't focus on anything else except for the assault smell that is attacking me right now. Anyway, it's continue. Foul, but, but let's, Let's get high off the fumes and go on to this next question. Dear Sasha, I've been dating my guy for five and a half months and things are going great. At least that's what I thought until we were having the how many sexual partners have you had talk. And he told me that he's had an encounter with a guy before. That encounter was sexual. I tried not to have my jaw hit the floor, but I couldn't help it. He said he wasn't gay, but I can't get this out of my head. It's one thing to be jealous over him looking at girls, but now I have to worry about the whole male gender. Am I being insensitive? Do I dump him? Lainey, you have a very angry look on your face, so I'll just let you dive on in on this one. How do you feel? This makes you very... I just, I feel a little confused. Mm -hmm. Well, first I want to say that I think that it's really interesting and fascinating that when a woman discloses to a man and they're in a straight relationship Mm -hmm. that she has had sexual encounters with women... More often than not, the man's reaction is, fuck, that's hot. Yeah, because like, it is fuck hot. down with that. The fuck, that is hot. Right. When a woman in a straight relationship discovers that the man that she's with has had a flirtation that is gay, it is alarm. Mm-hmm. 
for the most part. Me, I, 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 if I'm picturing it, I'd be like, you know, sometimes the dirty books I read are like dude on dude. Okay. And like I get off on that, like picturing it, the sexual tension and like the sex scenes. It's super hot to me. Okay. But don't you think that's really interesting? And why it's, is that? What is the underlying social cause, like social explanation for that? I don't have an answer for that, Lainey, but it's true. That is exactly um, the split feeling here is, yeah, when it's girl and girl action, it's hot and guys can get over it, but girls can't seem to get over it when they found out that their boyfriend has had, uh, like, gay interactions. Well, I have probably a whole feminist theory about why that is. And it's, to me, it's because sexuality and the defining of sexy and the whole industry around sex is male-driven and has been for a long time. So it's men who dictate what's okay and... So don't you think they would dictate that it's okay for them to fucking no, suck each other's dongs? Of course not, no. because it's about the male gaze. So with the male gaze, for men, um, pornographically, for example, what desire is, what acceptable desire is, for many years, centuries, that girl-on-girl thing has been like, hey, two dudes walk up to each other and say like, fuck, I just saw two girls like going at it. It was so hot. That is like, um, that is a holding up of traditional quote, masculinity, mm-hmm. right? It's a preservation of conventional, historical masculinity. Whereas like if, you know, two dudes together, a man can't find that attractive le- because he might have his mascul- masculinity threatened. But what's interesting right? is- And then women have started to buy into that because we have all been raised, we have all been conditioned by this patriarchal, male-driven, misogynistic Society. I agree. But what is interesting, though, and something that Dean, a, a contributor to the site, um, has always said to me is that all growing up, he would make out with uh, straight boys all the time. So it's interesting. Yes. Yes. You're totally right. But behind the, the scenes, mm-hmm. all these fucking straight dudes who are calling the shots are also getting their fucking dick waxed on as well. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, but uh, what I do, I do want to just get back to our reader and just make this one point that ha- stood out to me, which is um, the whole, oh, now you have to worry about girls. Now you have to worry about guys. Just because your dude's had a past of, you know, given some BJs doesn't mean that he's any, he's not more likely to cheat on you or to stray because he's had that past. That's a very, very unfair uh, thing to put on him and to put on your relationship. So if anything, I highlight that point that our reader, um, O needs to fucking suck that shit up. Like she needs to check herself. Cause that is the wrong perspective to be going in on this. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, so is that her main concern though? Is I think she's fi- probably shocked. Fidelity, fidelity, shock. She probably, okay. um, she probably had an image of what her boyfriend was, was this like super hetero dude and the fact that she's found out that he has, you know, has had gay sexual encounters has probably shocked her a bit, has shaken her, which I kind of want to, that's fair when someone, when it's you're going fair to be surprised, yeah, to be surprised. Sure. And I think that that, and maybe that's what she's going through right now. It's a bit of a major surprise that she, someone that she thought had a history of just having chicks has some dudes that threw her off her game, which I think is fair. Um, but what she does with that, does she continue the relationship? 
yes, if you like the fucking dude, you should. Well, you certainly don't end the relationship because you have increased anxiety about whether or not this person is more prone to cheating because he has had sexual encounters with, you know, the same sex. That is, as you said, Sasha, like absurd. Mm -hmm. Um, And frankly, you know, let me just give you some real talk. Really stupid. So... You brought up the cheating point. Now I not only have to worry about all the women in the world, I have to worry about all the men in the world. I, I, that's don't, dummy. That's, I don't understand this at all. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, I, in my mind, sure, surprise is valid. Like, yeah, yeah, you think you, you know, surprise is valid, I guess, for an older generation. But I think we're moving into a time when it's not only um, – more realistic to expect that people are going to be more sexually fluid, mm-hmm. but that we are more accepting of people who can reveal and share their sexual fluidity. I feel like we are trying to get there. Um, I think it's really cool that you're with somebody who is so comfortable after five and a half months with you getting down to say to you, okay, yeah, I've slept with this girl, that girl, this this guy, maybe another guy, this girl, this girl, this girl. Like the fact that he is actually embracing the new world. Mm-hmm. This is someone who I'm quite interested in. Yeah, if anything, more interesting. Um, yeah. And, and to shame him for his openness or to shame him from um, his sexual history, which is like wonderful, um, falls on you, oh. So I really do think that you should... Um, not only falls on her, but it says more about her. Yeah, than it does about him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has come to you and has in this conversation and has been quite open and... And the key word here being honest, right? If honest. She's, if she's scared about the potential of his dishonesty, um, i.e. cheating, yeah. then right, she's she has someone who's yeah. just being totally yeah. fully open with her, which and is modern. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, and really embracing diversity and fluid, like sexual fluid, like, I mean, and sex positivity. I mean, that's so great. So I feel like her reaction, her, oh, your reaction says more about you than it says about him. And I, this may be a time for you to examine what your own values are and what your own attitudes are about sexuality and, um, and what you are, your expectations. But I feel like, I, I hope that in, hey, we don't, we're not perfect. So sometimes we have to be confronted with the parts of ourselves that mm-hmm. we might not like. Yeah. Um, and that's okay too. But if you don't decide, if you decide that Sasha and I are full of shit, or particularly me, I'm full <laughs> of shit, and like, this is what you do, this is what you need, this is what who you are, then that is going to tell you and define for you who you are and what you define as acceptable what you define as acceptable sexual behavior yeah and then from there you'll come to your decision as to whether you want to be with him or not be with him yeah but i hope what you define as acceptable sexual behavior is um open mindedness amen all right let's move on 
Hi, I'm a longtime fan of Sasha's advice column, and I finally have gotten the guts to send you guys a message. The issue is I feel stuck, and I don't know what to do. I'm 30 years old. I've been with my boyfriend for five years. We live together in a rented apartment and are generally happy. The problem is I want to move forward. I want all things, the house, the dog, the babies, the marriage. I have plentiful savings and a good job. The problem is my boyfriend, who's 31, doesn't. He's had health challenges in the past and isn't where he wants to be career-wise. He might be a tad stunted for his age. He says he generally wants those things but isn't ready, like isn't even ready to even give me a timeline of when he could be ready for those things. Meanwhile, I feel frustrated and stuck. I never thought I'd be one of those women, but I'm starting to feel like shit or get off the pot, bud. This is obviously causing issues in our relationship, especially because everyone around us is either engaged or having a baby. I love him, I want to be with him, but every time the future is even remotely discussed, it doesn't go well. He feels pressured and I feel increasingly irritated that we're not progressing. What do I do? Am I being a demanding cow? Do I wait it out and hope he catches up? Seriously, what the fuck do I do? Thanks. Timing's a bitch. Hmm. I don't think it matters what other people are doing around you. So I hope that that isn't one of the factors. Yeah, because you guys are still young. Um, And and, and that that always puts people in precarious situations when you feel pressure. Pressure isn't a good, good time to make decisions. You know, you should be making decisions when you feel like they're the right thing to do. Um, And so expel yourself from these people so that you're not feeling so cornered into making a decision. And also I would, I would listen to the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. If he's not ready, I mean, he's not ready. He's telling you that. Um, and you kind of have to listen. You got to, you listen, you got to listen to that. You can't force him into a situation as well. I, yeah, I, 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 I could, I was totally, I mean, I'm totally on board with why you're feeling this way. Um, When I was reading your letter and you were listing off, you want the dog, you want the kids, you want the marriage. That's valid. Those are the things that you want. And I don't want to take anything away from you. The moment that you started saying that it doesn't help that everyone around you is doing the same thing, that's when I sort of wanted to hit pause on that because as I said earlier... I don't think that that should matter. I don't think that Mm -hmm. that should increase your want or take away from your want. If what you want is what you want, let's start there. So yes, you have an expectation of how you want your life to be. You do want the, the marriage, the kids, the dogs. You love him though, and you want to be with him. And as Sasha said, He's not ready, and you mentioned his career. His career isn't want what where he wants it to be. And he's also struggled with health issues. We and don't he's know struggled what. with health, health issues. So even if... And that he's a bit stunted. She did say he was stunted. <laughs> so even if tomorrow she woke up and there was a ring on the table, it still wouldn't change the fact that he isn't happy in his career mm-hmm. and isn't happy with his physical health. And perhaps that's affecting his mental health. That's not a good place to be either to sort of make these huge life decisions. So I think it's more than just whether or not he wants to propose and eventually what, you know, whether or not you guys are going to get married and have kids. I think that he's being really honest about, hey, I'm not where I want, I want to be right now, me. And it's, isn't it more ideal to come into a discussion about the future when both people feel whole? 
And he clearly doesn't feel whole right now in terms of life satisfaction and self-satisfaction. But I do understand her her um, anxiety about that, right? Is he ever going to be ready? Yeah. And, and so that's something, yeah, shit or get off the pot. I mean, I, like that's, I love that saying because it's true. You, gotta, you have to make that decision for yourself. Um, if he's telling you he's not ready and he doesn't know when, um, if that's a deal breaker for you, and it is for a lot of women – then, yeah, like, uh, then, yeah, you would have to think about that and see if he really is the one for you. Maybe Mm -hmm. he isn't the one. Maybe he will be stunted. Maybe he will always be confused. Maybe he will always be flailing in life. Is that the type of guy you're with? Like, that would be what I would want to know. Like, I know for me, my husband is (laughs) also stunted. (laughs) Um, But I, and I know it's like unglamorous and like not cute to say, but I totally was like, we have to get married. And he was like, no, like, I don't know. And I was like, no, like you and I are getting married because he's the type. I know him so well, truly. I know him so well that I knew that I had to force him to do that shit um, because he, that's the type of guy I'm with. Um, Cut to our wedding. Really? He did. It was like the best time of his life and he loves marriage. The same thing. Uh, so for him, like I knew the person oh my I God, was. He like loved his wedding. Yes. <laughs> Your wedding. Yeah. But like, I feel like a lot of it was his wedding. Right. He had the best time. <laughs> he did. Um, but it's that idea of like, I knew who I was getting in a relationship with. I knew who I was forcing to get married to me. And I knew that he would like that. I think you're dealing with the complete opposite. If you force this guy into an engagement, into a marriage, you're going to be left with someone who is very unhappy and, um, Like, you know, he's telling you no. He's telling you no because of, yes, mental health issues, all this kind of stuff. But I don't know. That's your decision to make. You need to know what kind of guy you're with. Does that make sense? I think that, yeah, I think you're totally right. She needs to know what kind of guy she's with. And she also needs to revisit why they're together. Because after all is said and done, she also did say, I love him and I want to be with him. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to be with him? You know, like what are the things that are still holding you strong that are there? And do they outweigh, you know, waiting? Do they outweigh waiting? Do they outweigh waiting? Right? Like, you know, because there comes a time when someone asks themselves, shit or get off the pot, at a certain point, there's a dissatisfaction in more Mm. in what that relationship is, right? Maybe he's like, okay. He's not happy with where he wants to be in his career and he's not fucking doing anything about it. I'm sick of it. Is there that aspect to it? Yeah. Or he's not happy where he is. He's not happy where he's, he is in his career and, you know, he needs to figure it out and he's still finishing school or whatever. And, and he's, he's still, ma- you see that he's making effort to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I, I have that information about this guy, but I do know that, you know, she is saying she loves him and she wants to be with him. So what is that? Where yeah, what are the there? pillars? What yeah, are the what pillars? are the pillars? I think that, you know... I feel like, as Sasha said earlier, you need to remove the influence of other people getting married and doing their thing and that pressure and really just look into the relationship that you have now and see and weigh where all those things are. Yeah. And I think then you'll come to the decision of what to do. But but there are a couple of layers here, right? Yeah, you're right. Peeling back. There's peeling back of the pressure from people and yeah. then there's peeling back of the actual person you're with. You got to decide, you got to make some decisions on who you're with. And if he is capable of 
sharing the same dreams as you are long-term. Yeah. All right. So I think good that's luck. good. Yeah, keep us posted and keep your questions coming to Sasha at LaineyGossip.com. And check us out on iTunes and don't forget to leave comments. We will be back next week. And oh my God, I didn't mention Beyonce once, but I will mention that I really do think we should start a petition about free tampons. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.